Your attention, please. Welcome to another episode of Yap Chicago, and we appreciate you hitting play wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Edgar Perez, sitting here alongside... What is the F baby? What to do? Take two. And you can follow the show <laughs> on Twitter at Yap Chicago underscore or on Instagram at Yap Chicago. You, you can also call us and leave a message at 312 985 6006. As always, this episode is brought to you by Tribe Coffee Co. For early mornings, afternoon pick me ups, cafecito, cafe doya. They got any time of coffee you want. Visit tribecoffeeco.com. Use promo code YAPSHY for 10% off of your order. Even decaf if you're one of those sick people. You know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I had a re up on coffee here recently. I literally placed an order this morning and I ordered some decaf. Did you really? What the fuck? Because I, I I've made a mistake already of ordering decaf. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like I I've there were there are nights where I crave some coffee and I either go buy one or I make myself one at home and I, just because I wanted the taste of it for some reason like and I and but I you ended don't up actually want the caffeine right. So I ended up just staying up like way later. Then I wanted to, I was just like on YouTube, just watching random shit. And I'm just like, God, this is so dumb. I shouldn't have drank that coffee. Okay. That makes sense. But still no. But it, the funny thing is that like, it makes sense, but it didn't hit me until like a week ago where I was like, just by decaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. I was like, that's why they make it. Just fuck up your sleep schedule. That's it. No, nah, man, I can't do that. I wake up early. Hey, I'm trying to have like a normal sleep schedule. Speaking of, uh, you know, not sleeping, we're going to be going to Vegas soon. And the reason I bring this up is because mm-hmm. we are asking everyone to give your favorite Las Vegas stories. Please leave a voicemail. We will actually play it next week before we go to Vegas. We're going to have a special kind of Vegas centric podcast, I'd say. Yeah, we're going to be excited to be going to Vegas because, uh, I mean, obviously the Bears. And obviously because we're going to Vegas, we're going to do the episode a day early. We're going to be recording Wednesday night to air on Thursday. So, like we said, give us a call, 312-985-6006, and leave us a message with your favorite Vegas story or experience, something that happened to you, a fight you saw. Good or bad? Good or bad. It's it's up to you. It's up to you. It's, uh, it's up to your discretion on to how you want the stories to go. There's no uh, rating system on here. It's the internet, so anything flies. You can you can call in anonymous, anonymously. Anonymous well. Yeah, yeah. Wh- wherever you guys are comfortable sharing, uh, give us a call three one two nine eight five six zero zero six. We're gonna pick a favorite, and our favorite one is gonna get a Tribe Coffee Coat mug and a Yep T-shirt. Yeah, and so we're gonna be going to um, Vegas to watch the Bears. And it's kind of a discouraging, especially after last weekend, because that offense stunk, boy. It was very bad. And if you talk to me after that game, or even the day after, I was very upset. Or even Tuesday, or even maybe today. Maybe Tuesday, maybe today <laughs> after the after Nagy spoke again for yeah. the quadrillion time, time, and you know him. Why does he call a press conference to come speak when he has nothing to say? He's about to release an album. You don't know. He just. <laughs> He just says sentences and words. None of them make sense. He doesn't really say anything. And have you noticed that the past two weeks he's called a like emergency press conference, and it's basically to talk about what he spoke about previously. It's like yeah, I yeah. fucked up on saying this. So uh, <laughs> right, 
It was just to clear him to clear himself up. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, almost as stupid as a fucking game plan. Almost as stupid as letting Justin Fields get fucking slaughtered out there. And it was it was sad watching it like live. You feel bad for Justin. He was out there getting killed. Yeah. No protection. The offensive line didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Fucking uh, Jason Peters, left tackle. Um, he hit him in the ass on one screenplay because he was like downfield already. Yeah, it was like, come on, G. Like, how how are you not chipping fucking Miles Garrett? There's a play on Twitter that's like circling all over the place where Miles Garrett looks like he's Neo because he basically <laughs> did like a fuck. He planted his right leg and then went left. Yeah, and then he just disappeared and fucking was like right in front of Justin Fields. It, it like watching it live. It was so discouraging. It was discouraging. You felt bad for Justin. He got hit. He got hit more than nine times. He got sacked nine times, but he definitely got hit multiple times. It was getting beat up. The offensive line wasn't helping him. The play calling wasn't helping him. And I think this is, it's funny because I, I, I heard a lot after that game or even during the week about how people were saying, oh, you see, it wasn't Mitch Trubisky's fault. It's Ted Nag- God? It's Nag- is back. It's Nagy's fault. <laughs> it was all with Nagy's fault. You see, he ruined Trubisky. I'm not saying he didn't ruin Trubisky, but... Trubisky was ass anyways. Yeah, and the few <laughs> times that Mitch had the opportunity to shine, he still didn't. Right. It's funny we say that, though, because today is the whatever year anniversary of him throwing six touchdowns against Tampa Bay. Tampa. Regardless. The reason why people are turning on, on Nagy now is because how atrocious, atrocious that game plan was. And yet... Obviously, Mitch Trubisky wouldn't have succeeded with that kind of game plan either, and neither has Justin. But shit, Michael Vick wouldn't have succeeded with that shit, right? And people are saying like, "Oh, now you guys want to come after Nagy instead of the quarterback." But it's like, yeah, because we've seen now Matt Nagy have his guy under under center four different times, right? Mm-hmm. Mitch Foles, Dalton Fields, and none of them have looked good. So. The crazy thing that I think is the fact that you're you're bringing up how mostly the national media as well as local media is talking shit about Nagy. Do you remember a time, even when the Bears were good as fuck, even when, even when the Bears went to the Super Bowl against the Colts, do you remember a time that the national media spoke about the Bears as much as they do now? I know it's different because, because it's like a 24-hour news cycle now. Yeah. But... The amount of time that the national media is taking to fucking rag on Nagy. No, you're right. I feel like that shows like the fucking how terrible the play calling, how terrible the planning was for the game against Cleveland. And you know what the funny part is, too? Remember when they drafted Fields and everyone was like, oh, this is great. We got a quarterback. But that just means that Nagy and Pace have bought themselves time. Right. Matt Nagy has single-handedly crushed... That entire sentiment narrative in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> more than that, really. If you go back to training camp with which with how we handled Justin Fields and Andy Dalton, yeah, like you had it set up, man. And and with Justin making his first start, you let him go out there and get killed. When if you wanted to buy yourself time, what 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 was he going to do? If you wanted to do that, run the ball, right. max protect. Not let Justin drop back and throw it a billion times. So so that's actually what I brought up in, I mean, to, you know, break down the fucking third wall. We have a topic bank that we discussed beforehand, put it, shit on there during the week. True. I put on there, did Nagy suck it up on purpose? 
and I'm not the only person to say that Dan Dan Orlovsky did on Monday. Yeah, he did. Did he suck it up on purpose to be like, told y'all, Justin Fields wasn't ready. And you know what's weird? Greg Olson on the fucking broadcast, there is a point in which I think it was like two, three plays in a row where the Browns got pressure, which it felt like it was the entire game. But specifically, like right in the beginning of the game, second quarter, uh, two, three uh, plays in a row, Justin Fields gets pressure in his face. And then he's like, I don't know if there was like a, a read to be able to get better protection, but something was missed there. And I was just like, so you're going to like blame Justin Fields for that, which I understand because as the quarterback, now that you're not in college, you do have to reach it like that, be able yeah. to tell the running back to chip, to the tight end to block a bit, max protect, whatever it may be. But at a certain point, I think he just realized it was the game plan, right? Dan Orlovsky was like, the game plan was so terrible that it almost looked like it was on purpose. Right. Just to be like, told y'all, Justin Fields isn't ready. See, I, I don't think Nagy would sabotage it that bad. Not only would, not only if that was the case. You don't think he's smart enough to do it that bad. Right. <laughs> and if it is, then that's reckless enough and he should be fired for that anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you, you, if that was your... Now, uh, Obviously, we'd like to think that Manning wasn't doing that. He was just dumb and can't call a place. But if there was a case where Matt Nagy was doing this somewhat on purpose, leaving him somewhat exposed, then he did it so good that now people want him fired. <laughs> Not just saying, all right, Nagy, I guess you're right. Let's bench let's bench Justin Fields and start Andy Dalton. You're right. Let the kid mature. It's like, no, bro. That was such a bad game plan. That you and now out. we want you gone. Right. Pitchforks. Right. And who knows if he even gave a play calling because they, they flat out asked him in the press conference oh, yeah. and he said, we're going to keep that internal. Yeah. Which obviously means probably he gave it up or they probably forced him to give it up. Yeah. There, there's a lot of other national media talks saying that if, if the Bears lose this weekend against the Lions, like, will Nagy be fired? I don't think so because I don't. I can't remember the last time a fucking Bears they, team fired a, a coach midseason. They don't. Yeah, that, that's not in their uh, repertoire. It's not in their mo. Yeah, I, and my thing is the fact that it was just so a such an egregiously bad play calling, game plan, all that shit. The weird thing was that Bill Lazor had a press conference on Tuesday, and he actually brought up the fact that multiple people on the sideline noticed mid game. He was like, yeah, we, we have like different um, different things in the game plan where if we see that the team is doing more cover one than cover two, then we expect it. If they're dropping back more people than expected, we have enough place to be able to change it up. He's like, there was something in the game. He said something like, we had enough built into the game plan, but we just didn't switch in time. And I don't know if that was him trying to like, say Nagy didn't want to switch the game plan. So a lot of other people have been saying recently as well, uh, former players, um, I believe, who's the guy that actually just got on the ringer? Um, Jason goal. Goff. Jason Goff. Full go. Shout out Jason Goff. Yeah. Full go podcast on Spotify. So he was bringing up the fact that he's spoken to people and what he believes is the fact that Nagy wants his system to be the star and the players to be in the system instead of the players starring in his system, if that makes sense. But I feel like we've always known that. 
with Nagy. Yeah, it, it goes with Mitch. It goes with Foles. That he he just he didn't want to adjust, and that was a problem. Mitch told us that. Yeah, Mitch told us that before he actually gave a play call, and he's like, "Yeah, I've 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 spoken up. I've said I'm more comfortable doing this, rolling out of the pocket, which, move, moving protection, which which should have been <laughs> done last week. Exactly. Yeah, but you, yeah, I mean, I I at least I've said that for some time now. And is that Matt Nagy is so stubborn that he wants his offense to work. And WGN roasted uh, Matt Nagy as well because they they did a side-by-side playing of the press conference of last year after the Bears lost six games in a row compared to the press conference that he did, I believe, either Tuesday or today. And they were like, it's nearly exactly the same. It was literally beat, beat for beat was almost the same exact shit that they were talking about. Uh, but... Until the Lions, right? <laughs> I mean, you got to do the Jalen Hurts. You know, you don't look at the shit you just took. You just flush yeah, it you down. Just, you just flush it and move on. I mean, the Bears are at home this weekend against the Lions, <laughs> and we expect a better effort because they always beat the shit out of out of the Lions. But I wouldn't really, uh, I wouldn't really say this this Detroit Lions team like lays down easily. Yeah, even they though, fight, man. Even though they Dan play Campbell. Hard. Dan Campbell's like a fucking brute. He's a gladiator and shit. But that's probably why they fight. They exactly. suck, but they fight just enough to, to, you know, to stand in the ring, I guess. They believe in him so much. Speak. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, honestly, it's true. Yeah. So that kind of worries me. <laughs> because they actually play for their coach, and our, right. our players might be like, who the fuck is this guy? If Matt Nagy didn't give up play calling, if he's still calling plays, then I'm worried. Not just because of the, of the, of the calls themselves. But because of what you just said, the yep. players. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff, uh, Bears minus three, over under 42. It's it's tough, man, because you, you feel completely discouraged as a Bears fan yeah. after watching that effort last week. Effort, all that shit, right? And if they don't get that right against the Lions, they can lose. You're going yeah. to Vegas, you're at home against Green Bay, going to Tampa. Hey, anyone can be a quarterback. At home against San Francisco. Woo, Matt Nagy, man. He, I know the Bears have never fired someone midseason, but going one and six might be it. This might be the year. This if, might be the year. If they lose against the Lions, that's a see. But then, knowing Nagy, they might fucking win like the Forty ers game and be like, "What the fuck?" Like last year against the Bucks, I didn't expect them to beat them. Well, no, but there was a lot of that led up to them actually winning that game. I mean, the, right, Tampa came in hurt. They were beat up. Tom Brady had an old fart moment. Forgot how many Dans they were. You know, (laughs) it happens. The four fingers up. But you're right. There, it is the NFL. Anything can happen. But I mean, fuck, man. I mean, we knew there was going to be a tough schedule coming in, and if this Bears offense continues to look like it's looked, even with Justin Fields in there, then yeah, Matt Nagy might be in trouble here. A and. And that's why that was one of the things that I was saying when I was playing devil's advocate. Do you trust Matt Nagy with fucking creating an offense for Justin Fields? And it's it's not a like told you so moment because I I wanted just I I mean I've been on record right. I wanted Justin Fields to start from day one. I wanted him to show what he can and can't do and mm-hmm. learn from there and build. But goddamn, like it, that's like one of those like you put it out there and I like regret even saying it. Because like <laughs> I put it into the ether and it just fucking became true. I think I think uh, what we thought about Justin gets kind of uh, mixed up with um, the internet a little bit because 
us wanting him to play wasn't us saying that we think he's ready. Or that he's going to lead us to the Super Bowl this year or anything like that. Exactly. Us wanting him to play stemmed from us saying that there's no point in playing Andy Dalton. I don't care if Justin Fields goes in there and stinks it up. We all know he is the quarterback that's going to lead us for the next four to five years. So get him in. Let him see live action. Let him get used to it. I remember before the season started, a lot of, I think it was one th- ESPN 1000 that put out the poll. Would you rather go 11 and, what's the math? 11 and 6 now that there's 17 games? Would you rather go 11 and 6 with Andy Dalton or would you rather go 6 and 11 with Justin Fields? 6 and 11 with Justin Fields. I would rather go 6 and 11 with Justin Fields. Yeah. Just because it's stupid, but just cuz we know it's, it's so dumb. And I think the 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 11 and 6 ended up winning the poll, but it's because it's meatball people that's like we, I'd rather win. Yeah, we rather get the wins and it's like you like what yeah, does it that that'd be a fun season and then what? Next year we stink because Dalton would be, you know, he'll go somewhere else and Justin Fields take over. I mean, most of the time people are short-sighted, which is a proponent of the reason that I'm always like we should blow it up. Or that team should blow it up. Right. Because it's going to suck for like a year or two. But then after that, you become a good-ass team. You can yeah. build up, have a chance. Uh, like, for example, right now we're watching the Jags versus the fucking Bengals. Jags a few years ago were a good-ass fucking team. Why? Because they sucked for like five, six years. <laughs> you know? Because Blake Bortles. And then they fucking drafted Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Which fucked them up. But if they would have ha- picked the, like, the correct quarterback, that defense was good as fuck. They had good enough playmakers on offense. Allen Robinson back in the day. Yep. They they could have made a difference, you know? Uh, and that's the reason I say it's short. Most fans are short-sighted. The, another reason, I, I mean, I, you know, fucking uh, MLB playoffs are re- going to be coming up soon. I'm not trying to switch topic, but something I started the season off with in, in the spring training portion, our boy Edson was like, you know, they're playing really well, blah, blah. I'm like, it's preseason, G. Spring training does not matter. Only bad things can happen in spring training. What happens? Yeah. Eloy Jimenez dies. Eloy like, tears it back. Like, they fucking hung up his jersey like he got shot like fucking <laughs> like the kid in the Keanu Reeves movie and shit. <laughs> Again, hardball. <laughs> uh, did, who was who was on the on the on the socks that put uh, Eloy's gloves in his back pocket? Was that a Brayu? I think it was a Brayu. Is man. it a Brayu or Mankato? That's oh, our MVP, baby. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my! Oh god. my god! Well, hopefully I, the Bears clean it up, man, because I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go to the Bears game this Sunday, and hey, I hope I'm not. I don't leave out of there pissed, but I might. Hey, uh, but I might. So there's a lot of rumors going on, not rumors anymore, of the purchase of Arlington Heights. Yeah, the Bears, uh, it looks like they're about to close on the purchase of the Arlington race race course, race track. I don't know. The Arlington property. All right. The thing we got really excited about a couple of weeks ago before the season started. So this might be one. Well, I mean, it's until like 2032 that they'll be able to fucking leave and shit. But. Yeah, but I now after all the talk, after people have been able to dig around and kind of look at the press release and everything like that, now I'm worried that they won't even do it. Why is that? Because there's 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 a lot of terminology that you just like. Yeah, like only the, the press release wasn't. Hey, we're moving to Arlington, or hey, we're, the, we're we bought this and we're going to build a stadium coming soon. Like there was none of that in the official Bears press release. Like they they got really excited and they got up to that point without actually promising a new stadium or that they're moving. 
so can it be the fact that they're just purchasing it and they're just trying to play hardball with um Lori, Lori Lightfoot? Probably. But, because, but then the other thing, too, is in like if you're running a business and or the fucking Chicago Bears, wouldn't you want to own your stadium? They yeah. don't they don't own their current stadium. Yeah, but they also um, it's going to cost a lot of money to build a stadium out there, which means you're probably going to need investors to come in. I feel like that'd be easy for the Chicago land area. Yeah, it'd be easy, but like, do you really want uh, the McCaskey family? The Bears is all you have. They don't have right, like, oil money, like Jerry or like you know. I mean, they, like their money comes from just the Bears because they inherited it. So, do they really want to bring in other investors, give a part of the ownership, ownership and stuff? Like now, you're spreading those dividends thinner because we all know that's all they care about. So, could they just be holding it to flip it? Could they be holding it to? Like you said, a even even bigger bargaining chip against the city because now it's like, hey, uh, you guys thought it was just a threat that we we put in a bid for it. Well, now we actually got it. My thing though is like, wouldn't you want to construct your own area? So, for example, I believe LA just did it with SoFi Stadium. Mm-hmm. I've heard that that shit looks fucking ridiculously nice. It looked great. Yeah, and the, on the broadcast, it looks fucking awesome. But I mean, even the area around there, I guess they bought enough property where they have like a little neighborhood like Wrigley here. What do you want to create Wrigley over there? Like imagine how much more money they would be able to get. That's the reason I say that. I agree. It's just, uh, it's just the fact that we like know the bears and they're going to be cheap as shit and they're going to end up selling it for like a dollar and 10 cents instead of a dollar. Make that money. I guess the other side of that is that it, because they are about business that they do see that vision. Of hey, let's just build our own stadium, our own sports book. We could do whatever the fuck we want here, right? So hopefully they're smart enough on the business side of things, since they treat the Bears just like a business, not necessarily a football team. It's a mom and pop shop, right? So hey, maybe if they see that vision, they do are they are willing to uh, take on investors and and really build something out. But I hope so because I, 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 I heard a lot of people talking that you know they they don't want the Bears to move out of Chicago and. Uh, I highly doubt all those people went to a lot of those Bears games. They're yeah, they're not fucking season ticket holders. Not season ticket <laughs> holders. Like the season tokers, the only re- the, I heard a lot of season ticket holders worried about their uh, their season tickets and their 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 PSLs possibly not being carried over to Arlington. So yeah, that sucks for them. Yeah, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, I know you have your own stake in there because you have your own season tickets and shit like that. But for like for the greater good, it fucking stinks going to Soldier Field. Yeah, we went over this when they got when they bid for it. It's, yeah, it's not a good experience. They have two entrances that they use: the north and south. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, gee, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you have more than two entrances? And I'm I'm I'm, go, I'm going this Sunday. Like I said, I'll, I'll go and I'll. You got to get there by eleven thirty to get in your seats. I'll confirm again <laughs> that it does suck to get in and out of Soldier Field. Yeah, that's that's the that's the part that sucks. It you got to get there like half an hour, forty five minutes early to get to your seats. Dude, I tried I. When I first got the tickets, I thought about tailgating, and then I looked up those tailgating passes for the lots. How much are they? Holy fuck, dude! They're like two fifty. Another ticket? Two fifty or three hundred dollars for just a parking pass? I fucking believe you, man. But yeah. oh man, that made me rethink that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe I'll just drive there and just park somewhere else and take a shuttle. In. Yeah, it, it's or maybe rough. even take the train. I don't know. It depends. It, it might rain. Those Amtrak fucking trips are going to be awesome, though, because you could booze on the Amtrak, can't you? To Arlington, yeah. 
That's going to be dope. That's going to be fun. Yeah. But do you think Bears are going to cover or not? Minus three. <laughs> Back to actual business. Uh, Shit that we can see in the next like week instead of in the next 10 years. Bears minus three. I'm actually going to stay away from this gambling-wise. We can't. We have to pick the Bears games. I know, but I mean actual my money. Oh, your actual money. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think my actual <laughs> money, yeah, I think I'm going to stay away too. But I, I'm going to go Bears minus three. I'm going to hammer the Bears three. minus three too with my fake money. <laughs> my fake house. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would take the Bears minus three. I, I would hope that Nagy, th- I would hope that this past experience opened Matt Nagy's eyes. I think, I think it's not confirmed, but I think that the play calling is transferred over to someone else just based off the way Nagy was speaking. And then hopefully Justin Fields is the quarterback that we want and expect him to be. Right. He's hopefully they're calling plays that, you know, put him in positions to succeed that he's more comfortable with. And it's, it's really good that he's playing the Lions. True. So scrap the Browns games, throw that, throw that film away. That wasn't Flush Justin it. Fields debut. Flush it. His real debut comes this Sunday oh. at the lakefront. No, no, no. His real debut was that touchdown against the Rams. Let's fucking go. Okay, his That's, real start. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeez. I'm like, let's go. His official start will be October 3rd at the lakefront against the Lions. Is it third? Right? That's the third. Yes, sir. That's the third. <laughs> Confident <laughs> as fuck. Bears minus three. Let's go. <laughs> is it the third? Is it, is it, is it? Yeah, the third. It's the third. <laughs> One, two, three. I'm going Bears minus three. Same. You mentioned it earlier about the about baseball. Real quick, I want to ask you. Rodon started yesterday. Went five innings, I believe. Yeah. Velocity five innings, 60-something pitches. Is that enough? Does it make you feel comfortable with what you saw heading into the playoffs? Yeah, I think so, especially since he's going to have an extended period to be able to sit back a bit. His, his start probably won't be until, what, game three? Yeah, maybe, what, a Monday? Right. He'll have, what, a week and a half? Mm-hmm. My thing is that I wasn't worried about the velocity. Um, the reason being is because I think control is significantly more important, especially in the playoffs. I've, I've always been like a control over power guy. It is nice to have like an Aroldis Chapman where he's fucking pitching 115 miles per hour and shit. Yeah. Copic. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, I would rather him be feeling better. Uh, not have like fucking forearm tightness and shit like that. So f- moving forward, it's just about keeping the, the bat hot. Uh, Luis Roberts fucking raking right now. Eloy Jimenez is starting to fucking hit better. Tim Anderson getting suspended though. <laughs> yeah, for regular season games. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? No, I know. But yeah, just uh, Lori is batting two seventy as of right now. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's actually been hitting really well though. So. I'm not even mad at it because if it extends to the postseason, fuck it. Gavin Sheets is fucking hitting the the motherfucking red off the fucking balls right now. G, he's like every home run. I heard a lot of a lot of talk that he has to be in your starting lineup, man. Every it's because he's a lefty bat, and every home run he hits is like forty fucking feet past the fence. (laughs) It's it's like it's on the concourse, like (laughs) um. He's been fucking raking. I I think the team is starting to build up. Uh, first round is going to be against the Astros. Astros have been struggling. I believe in the last twelve games, they're six and six. 
Uh, I believe they're winning today against the Rays. Hopefully I am wrong because the last time I checked was the last two innings. It's cool. I got it. Uh, and the Rays won 3-2. So, oh, damn. The, the uh, White Sox are two games behind with three games left. So it would have to be somewhere where basically Sox have to win the next three games. Astros lose the next three. So here's to hoping. To uh, get home field. <laughs> yeah, to get home field. Right. Uh, we're against the Detroit, I believe, a- at home. And then Astros are against Oakland, which Oakland's already eliminated. But fuck it. Let's, you know, play spoiler for us. That's what Baltimore is doing, basically. Yeah. Baltimore has been fucking beating the shit out of the AL East out of, all of a sudden. <laughs> um, and they actually made Mariners tied with the fucking Red Sox. But uh, for the White Sox, I still feel confident. I feel like. Three-headed pitching rotation of Lynn, Giolito, Rodon can match up with any rotation in the league, including the bullpen. Yeah. Keiko. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Keiko's a big question mark. Cease has been playing a lot better, too. Dylan Sheesh. He's yeah. pitched a lot better the second half of the season. Yeah, and against teams that don't suck. Because right. I think when, when he went against the Cubs, I was like, uh, he he's fucking. Uh, that's the Cubs. Whatever. That's what I said, though. That's a high like, strikeout rate team right there. I was like, oh, yeah, he's he's a fucking great pitcher against. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher against shitty teams. So I'm like, he's, right. he's going to pitch that was, well. our, that was our first half assessment of, of uh, <laughs> Dylan Sheesh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Sheesh. I think he's like top five in strikeouts though in the league. That boy killing it. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez ended up with a minus three ERA for the year, even though he hasn't pitched much. But what? Mm-hmm. What? What? Why are you laughing? So he has a minus three ERA. I mean, like less than three. <clears throat> true. 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 Yeah. Um, he's been pitching really well. And I, I just think the team is built really well for the playoffs. Uh, they have a couple people that can get on base, Mancada, fucking Grandal. I, I, yes. I'm starting to believe, you know, but. You starting to get excited? Yeah, man. And your playoff juice is flowing? Clearly, you don't hear it in my voice. Oh. <laughs> in my bassy voice. As excited as I've heard you all season for, <laughs> for the White Sox. Um, Rodon does worry me, though. I don't know, man. I don't know. The velocity's down after he's had a ton of rest too, man. It's not like this is going to be the only rest he gets coming up here. He's had his rest. The velocity still isn't back, but you're right. It looks like he's like, all right, let me not try to blow these motherfuckers away. Let me just locate my pitches, which is good. And I, I think that might also be beneficial because, for example, when Giolito was sucking it up, he was uh, relying on his fastball too much this year. Started yeah. throwing the changeup more, and then he actually started getting hit off the changeup mm-hmm. and he was like fuck it i'm gonna fucking lean to like a like weird ass curve that he throws and i feel like that fucking up with other teams scouting report might also be beneficial for rodan because they're gonna be like oh he usually leans 40 percent of his pitches or fastball or four four seamers whatever if he has to change his style that might be good for him for the first two outings yeah and if he gets in trouble you do have a Back into the bullpen, you have Kopech. Kopech, they come in. Weapon. And, yeah. Yeah, it's exciting, man. I mean, <clears throat> and when you're watching closely, obviously. And we're already have the fucking bottle bit with your brother. I hate an sector. What was it again? Uh, the Sox just have to win a series. Just a series? Wow. I remember I was trying to make a bet with uh, with Lord about the Sox just making the World Series. 
He didn't want to do it. I guess he's not confident yeah. in his team. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a Cubs season ticket holder, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even though even though it's playoff baseball, that's not really going to start until next week. I feel like there's some good ass games that are going to be coming up on Sunday. There's going to be some fucking stinkers too. There's yep. lines, <laughs> <laughs> but but there are a couple fucking good ass games that are going to be coming up. Yeah, the NFL schedule isn't the isn't isn't the best betting wise. Not this, wise week. Not this, this week. week. No, the numbers are all kind of funny. And uh, kind of gross. Yeah, some of them are like less than three points, and you're just like, yeah, those two point spreads. You're like, Ugh. like Browns Vikings. That's a two point spread. Colts Dolphins. A two point spread right now. Like, uh, I, I think points. one of your picks is less than two, right? Yeah, what am I? Where the fuck? Where did I write that? Here it is. Yeah, but uh, all right, if we're getting into it now. I need like a. Uh, I need to make like a a little sound bite, a little sounder. You know, introducing the segment, our betting segment, because we've been hot. Kind of true lately. We still got to take a shot. I went two and one. <laughs> yeah, true. I went two and one last week. Hit the Bears under. I hit Tennessee at home, covering over Indy. I did lose the Saints and the uh, New England game, though. You had Pats? Huh? You had the Pats? I had the Pats. I think they were minus two and a half at the time. Mm-hmm. And they got their fucking ass beat. I, I just... I think was I think it, I'm gonna stay away from the Saints for a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't that the game <laughs> that I was weird. just... That I was like, I wouldn't... Yeah. I was like that. That was a stay away for you, because I was just like, it's one of those lines. You just look at it and you're like, but why is it like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which there's a lot of this week. Yeah, the Saints covered in one outright, obviously, but uh, how the Saints are weird, man. I mean, it wasn't like Jameis had a, a huge game to beat the Pats. He's, it was it was one, another one of those in a hundred and something yards passing, and he's efficient, bro. I, I'm, just, I'm just gonna stay away from the Saints for 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 a minute. And the Pats, I mean, they still got a good defense, but Mac Jones is, is still a rookie. He's still a rookie, so they're trying to trying to figure out what they're doing there. And uh, yeah, so game one. Wait, wait, wait! Before we skip the Saints, I just had to do a quick math. Quick math. Quick math. Uh, Jameis Winston has thrown the ball sixty three times. He has seven touchdowns. Every nine throws, <laughs> he gets a fucking touchdown. You're telling me that's not efficient, man? <laughs> <laughs> He might be the greatest quarterback ever. That's efficient. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, you're I'm, not. You're not wrong. I'm back on LASIK, Jameis. You're not. <laughs> you're not wrong. I just. I just don't know if I trust it anymore with uh, with my money against the Giants. I, no, <laughs> no. Giants, another team. I don't really know what's going on with them. They can score points. They 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 keep losing. It's weird. Saquon's kind of back, but not really. Daniel Jones is their leading rusher. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny Dimes can run really well, even though he doesn't look like he can. That has to be the number one thing that they say about white quarterbacks, right? That they can't run. And then they're like, oh, you know, he's a little peppy. He's a little peppy. <laughs> like, I, I guarantee you after Don't let him surprise game, you. Yeah. Like, fucking Lawrence after that little Charlie joke. Lawrence can move, man. It, Charlie, he's surprisingly he's quick. Fucking 6'6", six, six, but he can move. A coach's son. It's weird, man. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. This game tired at 21 with five minutes and a half. Five and a half left uh, in the fourth quarter here. And in, in the first half, fucking uh, Trevor Lawrence... Like three times, fucking juke the fuck out of fucking people with the same move. Shook the fuck out of this move, right? <laughs> it's the same cutback. Cut, oh, run it outside, cut back inside. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, your pick, my pick. Two and one last week. Three and zero oh this week. Let's three and zero oh this week, baby. I already gave you the Bears minus three. Yes, yeah, sir. Bears minus three. So that's gonna be one. We're not gonna spend any more time talking about that. We already did that. So that's one of my picks. Bears minus three. Second pick, 
like Lee's you alluded to, one of one of these lines that were under three. Give me Baltimore minus one at Denver. What do we call this game? The fraud bowl. The fraud bowl. Uh, Why? The fuck? Stop pointing at me. <laughs> <laughs> the fraud. That was your cue. I'm trying to. <laughs> God damn it. One day you'll get this uh, podcast radio, radio down. thing down. You know what I'm saying? Give me drink a beer here. Give me, <laughs> give me Baltimore minus one going to Denver. When this line opened up, or at least when I saw it earlier in the week, it was Baltimore plus one, which didn't make any sense to me. I know Baltimore has been struggling opening up this series. And I know Denver is technically three and one. I mean three no, but they haven't really beat any good teams. No, I would say Denver. I don't know. I've been hyping them up, but I mean th- that's the reason this might be the fraud bowl. Yeah, someone's getting exposed in this game. Yep. And <laughs> to to go back though, you you brought up the fact that. At the beginning of the week, it was Ravens plus one because they're away. Mm-hmm. What did we talk about? We're trying to teach everyone how to gamble, shit like that. Better early. When when you look at bets, it really matters when you take the bet. You would have been plus one instead of now taking the game minus one. I know we, we're talking about it on a Thursday. That's the reason you're still taking it. Yep. But that's uh, that's like a lesson right there. That's two, that's two free points. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine this line will move slightly in Denver, in Baltimore's direction to closer to game time. Maybe not crazy. Might get up to one and a half, maybe two. Yeah. Because of that money. But still, like I said, I saw it earlier. Baltimore plus one. It didn't make sense. Baltimore minus one. It makes a little more sense, but even still, I think uh, that should be an easy cover for Baltimore. Yeah. That, even in Denver. That's like a stay away for me just because. And, and I know it's fucking your pick, um, but. The only reason I say that you is... You disagree. It's fine. Yeah, because, you know, Teddy Two Gloves, he's the greatest sure. greatest at covering. He's the cover machine. Because <laughs> um, he covers both hands. Uh, <laughs> but it's also because that defense is really good. Um, the Ravens' offense is running the ball. And I feel like the Detroit Lions did a pretty good job last week. It literally took a fucking... Record-breaking field goal from the Ravens. Justin Tucker, the GOAT. Yeah, he is the GOAT. He is the best. Um, but it took that field goal for them to win, and that's the reason I'm I'm like apprehensive about taking them. Yeah. Um, this, this is one of those weird games, it, but this is going to basically prove who's the fraud. Right. And in that sense, I believe Denver is the... Uh is the fraud, I guess, for yeah. lack of a better term here. But, yeah, I do, I do believe Baltimore is going to come out of here on top, so... Baltimore minus one, my pick one. So I, the a game that I want to speak about was going to be Rams Cardinals, both three and O teams. Rams are at home minus three and a half. Cardinals plus three and a half. Uh, over under is fifty four and a half points. So the reason I wanted to pick this one is because this one's hard for me to pick because I feel like the Cardinals upside is so fucking high. Their defense is good enough. Um, they have good players though. They have players that can make plays. And the but the Rams they've been so steady. But the thing is, he, Sean McVay, if you didn't watch the game, was so fucking hype when the Bucks missed a field goal last week. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of leaning plus three and a half for the Cardinals only because it might be a letdown game for them. For the Rams, yeah, right. Because they they like got so high up against the Bucks. But then the other thing is cliche, same division. You throw away the records. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, but my my thing is I, I'm apprehensive about it, but I am going to take the Cardinals plus three and a half, only because I think the Rams are flying really high right now, and I don't think, even though I thought Matthew Stafford was going to have like an MVP year this year, do I trust Matthew Stafford that much? So like, <laughs> like after we always used to shit talk him that. I mean, as long as he has Cooper Cup. That's true. That man can do anything. A fucking breakfast club. Apparently, they like room together when they go to hotels and shit like that. Apparently, he's like making up routes out there. Yeah, he's like running his own shit. Matthew's like, fuck it, I'll find you. I so I heard something that uh, Travis Kelsey does that for the char- for the Chiefs as well. Might yeah. Assuming Travis has a lot of option uh, routes out there, but I I'm gonna take the card. I, I'm apprehensive about it, but I'm gonna take Cardinals three and a half. And I was two and one last week as well. I had Browns. Spread doesn't even matter what the fuck it was. Yeah, <laughs> fucking they, one by twenty. Over they one by right? twenty. Um, yet Seattle, Minnesota under that hit. That hit. I think it was like at fifty two and a half. They scored forty seven points total. And then the one that I ended up losing was Niners versus Packers, which was a good ass fucking game. Good game. Yep. I still would have lost even if that fucking last second field goal didn't go in. But regardless, um, you know we were fucking four and two last week, so. Yeah, man. If you've been uh, following our picks, we're making you money out here. Yeah, but I, I'm going to begrudgingly take Cardinals three and a half. And I think it's also going to push the narrative because it's still early in the season. Everyone always talks about the MVP, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that will push Kyler Murray for MVP. Yeah. That narrative will be pushed if the Cardinals win this week. Right. My game two, or thir- really really my third your, and final pick. Your game two. but My game two. Yeah. Well, pick three because I already gave the Bears. True. Again, Bears minus three, Baltimore minus one. I wanted to stay away from this game just because Hello. everyone's going to be on it. But I'm going Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Tom Brady. On the other side. Going back to New England against the Patriots. Dun, dun, dun. Tampa Bay minus six and a half. When this line came out, it was minus five and a half again. Is it really six and a half? It's six and a half right now. Wasn't it seven for a little bit? No, I don't think so. Maybe it dropped back down, but I remember when it opened up, I saw it at five and a half, and I wanted to bet everything I could on it. Because <laughs> Tom Brady's going to go out there and fucking roll the Patriots, right? 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 I think so. Right? I think so. Right? <laughs> I don't see how, I don't see. They were seven and a half, at, or seven at one point. I don't see why how there's no way. That the Bucks don't that fucking The Bucs and Tom up. Brady don't just fucking, not even run it, because they're going to pass it too, but like, just. Like you said, steamroll over the Patriots. And the other narrative is the fact that Tom Brady only needs two passing touchdowns and he breaks the record to become the all-time leader. And how much fucking dude, he he wants to do that just because he's going to rub it into fucking Belichick. You know they're going to stop the game just like they did with Drew Brees. Yeah. They're going to fucking jerk him off midfield. The ovation, <laughs> the ovation he's going to get in fucking Foxborough. Foxborough? Fox? Foxborough? <laughs> My khakis and my khakis. <laughs> saying khakis or khakis? I don't know. I said both. My khakis uh, and true, my khakis. True, true. We all know the excitement that's been leading up to this game has been immense. Hello. Oh, you hit that on point. G. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, XL Records. Uh, please don't sue us. We're just playing this because this is the promo that uh, was put together for the return of Tom Brady. So this is gonna be our last episode. Versus, we <laughs> get canceled here. Uh, I swear we have no money. Don't sue us. But yeah, you talked this promo up like it was so fucking good, like was, it was an LSU hype video. 
Nah. And nah, I nah. watched it, and it was just a couple camera cuts and some Adele. It was good for like a fucking like a forty second clip. And I don't I, know, man. I, what what other Sunday Night Football fucking promo has been nearly as good as this? What do you mean? I mean, I can't point to you specific examples, but you're really holding this up to that high a bar? I think for a regular season for week four game, yes. My guy. It was a couple highlights and fucking Adele. Don't get me wrong. And then the Tom Brady jersey changes right here. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The song's a banger. I'm not saying it's not. It's a good song. Shout out Adele. Please don't sue us. But I don't know. It was man. good. I, I thought like, it was good. You like the fucking promo is a fucking hit. I was like, let me look it up before we start the podcast. It is I don't a know hit. what you're talking about. It is a hit. Go watch it. It was 40 seconds of a couple shots. <laughs> a little bit of Adele here. I don't know, man. This makes me think that uh, Tom Brady's going to roll even more now. Yeah? Because he was like, you know. So there was actually. Hello, Bill Belichick from the other sideline. Goodbye. Fuck you. You broke my heart. True. You didn't want me anymore. So there's a book that's coming out. I'm out. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead and do your pick. But I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Tap up. Minus six and a half. Everything you got on it. Bet the house. Bet the house. Tampa Bay minus six and a half. That's my uh, third and final pick. Are you done bashing my fucking my promo? I put it back. Oh, well, <laughs> least I'm be fucking driving. Listen to this. Can I get? All right, we're watching. Were you, were you feeling? Were you in your feels? On, I was drunk uh, you know, on oh, Sunday. So, so yes, you were feeling. So there's been a shit ton of drama the past week when it comes to this game in particular. Some dude is going to be, I forgot the fuck his name. Who gives a fuck? I don't read. Um, <laughs> he's releasing a book and it's going to, it's going to be a, it's going to be about the whole Tom Brady situation and other shit from the New England Patriots. So, okay. It's, about his time in New England? It's going to be about the breakup really, but it's going to be from like, oh, okay. it's like third party information. So it's not directly from like Tom Brady, not directly from Bill Belichick, shit like that. At least that's what he's saying. So I'm pretty sure he can back himself up, you know? Yeah. Don't want to fucking release your sources. Supposedly in that book, it says that Tom Brady actually wanted to speak to Bill Belichick about getting a final contract with the Patriots. And Bill Belichick was like, what are you starting your fucking contract at? And Tom Brady, like before they even had the meeting, Tom Brady told him like, this is how much I want. And he was like, yeah, we ain't going to have that meeting. And was basically like, get the fuck out of here. Sheesh. Which sounds like Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. So I then can see that. Bill Belichick this week in a press conference actually brought up the fact that he's like, oh, Tampa Bay, yeah, their offense is pretty good. He's like, I actually think I can call all their plays, all their protections. Um, I actually think that they stole our, not stole, but he, he didn't say the word steal, but he was like, I think they took our playbook. <laughs> like, they were basically using the same offense that we had. They're running a lot of our same offense. Yeah. They, he did with Tom Brady for fucking 20 years, right? Which makes sense. And then Bruce Arians, funny as shit, because Bruce Arians, he's one of us. He fucking boozes. Yeah. He he showed up to his press conference. Drunk. Probably. No. Nah. Some Mai Tais. Allegedly. Just plain. Allegedly. He had sunglasses on, so <laughs> it helps the narrative. Inside? What? <laughs> And this motherfucker was like, no, they're stealing our plays. <laughs> I swear to God, he's just like, 
ask him what uh what tape they actually, they pull up every week to see who's scoring all these points. He's like, mm. I'm, he's like, I'm pretty sure we can say the same thing that they're taking shit from our playbook. Mm. So there's there's a little bit more, you know. I, if I actually think that if Tampa's winning, I think they're going to try to run up the score on them. Yeah, in typical Tom Brady, Bill Belichick fashion. Except now Tom Brady's going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm coming back here. And Bruce Arians is going to be like, look at this pace. You don't have that in your playbook. He's going to be like, sweep the leg. <laughs> what? Sweep the leg. I, I honestly don't think it's the, the narrative of, you know, the GOAT Bowl, which some people are calling it because Belichick versus Brady. I... uh don't think it's going to be that good of a game for a Sunday night game. <laughs> like, do you? No, I don't think so at all. Eh, it might be like the first half leading up, but I think it's just going to get out of hand late. And I think so too. We're just going to be like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. Yep. It's going to be like 930. You're going to be like, fuck it. Right. Yeah. I think a better game for primetime is going to be Chargers versus Raiders. Chargers at home minus three and a half. This is going to be my pick. Over-under is 52 even right now. I would actually go over. Both teams are high-flying offenses. 52 is a high number, but 26 points isn't too bad. Raiders' defense fucking stunk it up last week against the Dolphins. They sure did. Chargers, I feel like against the Cowboys, they shot themselves in the foot a lot. I think they had two or three red zone turnovers. So that's the only reason they fucking lost that game, which I know they did those turnovers, so you can't really... You know, just gloss over it. But they played really well against the Chiefs last week. They scored enough. And I feel like their coach, Brandon Staley, is really good in which he's like, I'm a ride with my boys. I actually expect them to score. Uh, there was a point where they could have kicked a field goal in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs, which was like, you know, everyone, your boy uh, Dave Ross would have probably been happy with it. Right. But he said, fuck it. We're going to shove it down their throat. We're going to make sure we get a touchdown in here. Man, Nagy disapproves. Yep. They went for it, ended up scoring a touchdown, and had enough points to actually beat the fucking Chiefs. Look at that. There you go. Look at touchdowns. Look at God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's how the touchdowns work. So he had more points? I think Raiders are the surprise team so far. 3-0. Right. Chargers 2-1. I think the Chargers are going to be the first loss for the Raiders, especially at home, over 52 so to recap my picks, I know you already said yours. Bears minus three. Ravens minus one. Tampa uh, Bay minus six and a half. Six and a half. So I have Bears minus three, which sucks because that's a consensus pick for us. So if we lose, we both lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cardinals plus three and a half. And then Chargers minus three and a half. Or sorry, uh, Chargers Raiders over under 52. Oh, you're going with the points? Yep. With the over under? Yep. And they also released... This week, I know it's fucking random, but fuck it. And it's still football. They released a Super Bowl halftime performance. Oh, that's right. They announced that today, right? It was going to be done with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick. Yep. Which I, I don't know how to feel about that because I feel like most like rap slash hip hop halftime shows usually stink. Because they, they have to tone it down for mainstream TV, you know? Right, and it's usually like just one big choreographed show for halftime anyway, so right. it's going to be interesting what they put together creatively to uh, execute that halftime show. You said it best earlier, the best halftime shows have been more poppy performances. Mm-hmm. Your boy Bruno Mars out here? 
See, Bruno Mars out here again for the Fuck third it. time. <laughs> I mean, would you be mad? Bruno, Beyonce, right? She was one. I think so. Yeah, I think that was one of Bruno's too, right? Wasn't it her, Coldplay, and Bruno? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Bruno and the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I mean, I don't know. But, I like all these artists individually, like, to listen to in my car. <laughs> I'd be I don't ha- know about a halftime performance, though, if I'll be honest. I'd be happy about it if they let out Eminem, like, 2000 Up in Smoke Tour Eminem. He just comes out with fucking <clears throat> Chainsaw and the fucking yeah. uh, Jason mask. That'd be awesome, but... I highly doubt they're going to do that for the Super Bowl. I don't think the NFL is going to allow that shit. It's a good uh, artist, but I'm not really into halftime performances. Neither am I. That's usually when you fucking grow about. Right. I'll I'll watch them. I'll be like, see what's going on or who's performing and stuff. But I don't remember the last time I was actually excited for. And the fucking commercials stink nowadays. Yeah, they're really bad. (laughs) Most of them are out anyways by the time the Super Bowl comes out. There's usually never new fucking commercials. I know we're kind of. Going we're going right random. <laughs> yeah. We're fucking old man yelling at Cloud right now. But, oh, for sure. For sure. But like the commercials before where it was the first time you saw them. Yeah. It was an actual event. Mm-hmm. Even though you were a kid, you'd like watch them and be like, oh, that shit was funny. You know? They haven't been good for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, at least. A long time. Fucking internet. It ruins everything. <laughs> it ruins everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the commercials anymore. I'm just here to watch the game. <laughs> but although if they play that promo for a week for... Uh, Bucks versus Patriots. <laughs> you know. That's where they got you on. <laughs> Just in the Super Bowl, like. Hello. It's me. Please don't sue us, Adele. Then I turn around and you're just eyes glued to the TV. Everyone shut up. <laughs> Do you see football players on the screen, stupid? <laughs> All right, shut up. Oh my god. Does it not say NFL in the top right oh corner? Does it? Yeah. Then be quiet. I'm trying to watch the halftime show here. Alright? Hello. I wanna go home. <laughs> I wanna go home. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a good uh, commercial for the Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Hey, if they brought out a Baker Mayfield fucking commercial, you know you'd be all about it. Those commercials are great. <laughs> all right, man. Put, put I don't the want gun you down. Dragging those commercials <laughs> to the dirt. They're great, and you know it, <laughs> dude. You, those commercials, those Baker Mayfield commercials. They haven't been as good lately. Last year, when you the started talking about them, man. Okay. When you started talking about them last year, I was just like, "Damn, we getting old as shit." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Get it, he's mowing his lawn." <laughs> see cover one where it starts raining he starts covering up one by one yeah. oh, man, it's just damn you're right they're all like fucking dad joke. old dad jokes yeah i think he gives some to his wife and he's just like you gonna help <laughs> <laughs> see look at you oh, man <laughs> you're right god damn it. at one birthday i turned 31 and all of a sudden now fuck fucking dead well that's gonna do it for this episode of yap chicago don't forget follow us on twitter at yap chicago underscore and on instagram at yap chicago remember Call us, 312-985-6006. Tell us your favorite, your best Las Vegas story that you want. The winner is going to get a Tribe Coffee Co. mug and a t-shirt. But make sure you got to call us and leave us a message and, and look, give us your best Las Vegas story. And I'm going to say you leave a message. You can go anonymous. I would usually say tweet us as well. But mm-hmm. then we can track you. Other people will <laughs> see your fucking stories. Again, 312-985-6006. We want your best Las Vegas story. Where can we follow you? 
You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EP773 underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at Lee's922 or on Instagram at Alicia Corral, JR. And don't forget to visit tribecoffeecode.com. Use promo code YAPSHY for 10% off of your entire order. For Lee's, I'm Edgar. This is Yap Chicago. Shout out, Trauma. Happy birthday. Miss you, brother. <laughs> <laughs>